Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Fund. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. everybody welcome in to Loretta McNary show you know I have to wait until she said it's been a blessing from me to you I love that part <laughs> so I got to give a big shout out to Myron Mays here in Memphis Tennessee for doing that wonderful intro for me and it comes on so mellow and then I come out there you know like a hundred thousand miles an hour but it kind of balances me out and we have a great show planned for you yes we do one that you will definitely want to tell your friends and family to go to the archives and listen because our guest today is so phenomenal. I was on a webinar with her last night, and I tell you, I've been in this speaking game for a long time, but I was still able to glean some information from her that kind of recharged my battery. So I want to just tell you all a little about our guest, and then I'll kind of take a break and tell you about some of the opportunities to uh, connect with her and also some of the events that we are planning here via the Loretta McNary TV show and Loretta McNary, the radio show. <laughs> and then we have this big kickoff announcement about our workshops being you know, on tour again this year. So there's a ton of stuff going on. And guess what? The show is about women empowerment. So while we are talking about the things that God is blessing us to do, guess what? He doesn't have a favorite child. He favors us all, and especially those who walk by faith and not by sight. So hopefully some things will be said, maybe a laugh will encourage you to go ahead and do what you know you've been called to do, whether it's to launch your public speaking career, maybe to write that book that you've been planning on writing, or to go back to school, or, you know, to start your own cooking show, I don't know what it is, or to travel more, or to take more time for yourself, or to finally join that board that someone has been asking you to join, or to just start giving back, whether it's going to your grocery store and getting one of those little um, food bank cards that you can just add to your grocery bill and feed a family of four. You've got to give back some kind of way. So let me tell you about our guest. Shea um, is a powerful faith based business coach for women, and she's also an evangelist. She is the founder and CEO of Inspiring Everyday Women, a coaching and consulting firm to help women entrepreneurs build thriving and profitable businesses. She's also the CEO of Shale L. Atterbury Chasinga Ministries, where she's equipping and empowering women to feel their destiny. She has over 20 years of ministry conducting workshops and speaking. She is so dynamic, so inspiring, and so powerful, and she's on a mission. 
Her authenticity, transparency, and exciting delivery allows her to create an instant connection with her audience, holding their attention from beginning to end. Her inspirational messages are renowned for being real and having life-changing impact. And that's the kind of speaker you want to hear. I mean, <laughs> and she is that because she has testimonials, and when you hear her, you will know that what I just read from from that will just leave you thirsty and wanting to know more about her. And you can connect with her on Facebook. She has a beautiful website. So many ways to connect with her. Everybody, welcome to the Loretta McNary Live Radio Show, Shea Shasinga. Hi, Shea. Hi. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Very excited to be here, Loretta. Yeah, I think we tried this, well a year or two ago. <laughs> and we yes, we did. Each other. Yeah, you mm-hmm. were super busy and then stuff was going on on this end, but Things happen, I believe, when you put it out there, then you allow God to ha- let it happen when it's supposed to happen. So I believe it was supposed to happen Absolutely. in 2014, February the 6th, right? Absolutely. It was supposed to happen. And I, like I said, last couple of years ago, things, you know, still growing and still getting clarity. And, but I'm, we're still here. And so I'm, again, just excited to be here. That is finally happening. <laughs> So I like to say this. What were you doing when your passion, your purpose, your dream found you? Because I think a lot of people do a lot of searching for it, but for me, Mm -hmm. it found me. I did not sign up for or say, God, please, I want to be a TV talk show host. I want to be a radio talk show host. I want to be a speaker. That was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to be behind the scenes, maybe a writer or a psychologist or a Mm -hmm. teacher, but nothing out front like this. So I always right. say our purpose usually finds us. So what were you doing when your calling, your passion found you? Wow, this is an awesome question. And so I believe one day I um, just became a certified uh, life coach and I was at an event and someone asked me to come speak and I've never been asked to speak anywhere, you know, outside the church, of course. And um, and I said, oh, okay, I, I will be glad to do that. And so when they had the event and how everything was set up and how I came and spoke, at that moment I realized I want to do this along with coaching for the rest of my life. This is what I want to do. And really didn't know that I was going down this journey, down this path, that it would even lead to this. And um, But here it is. It found me. And I've been doing it ever since. So that's and that was around 2009, I believe. It was around 2009, and um, and that's what happened. I was asked to speak at an event. I was there, and and it went it just went uphill from there. <laughs> wow. So, and this is another question I get. People ask, "Well, Loretta, are you nervous? Are you afraid when you're speaking?" So I'm asking you that question too. Because I think the answer for those who are called and who are really good, great at what they do, they studied it, they're crafted. So what's your answer to that? Are you nervous and afraid when you speak, before you speak? Oh, absolutely, all the time, all the time. Um, Actually, um, Loretta, before I even, um, once I stepped into speaking, fear really took over. I mean, majorly took over to the point that when I go to get up and speak, accepting engagements and everything, when I go to speak, I would get so nervous that my blood sugar would drop, like, to the floor, and I become mm-hmm. very weak, and I can't finish the talk, like, literally. And so I had to really master that, and that happened over a period of 
three or four times. I'm talking about being in front of people. There's 50, 60, up to 100 people in the room, and here I am, can't finish my talk. And so, um, yes, I get nervous to this day, but you're going to laugh. This is what I do. I make sure I eat a real good meal before I get up and speak because I don't need my blood sugar dropping because of my nerves. <laughs> so, and I'm so glad you yeah, said yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. most of the people, and I've studied the great speakers from, oh, my goodness, from Les Brown to recently um, the mm-hmm. lady who wrote the book, um, Lean In, um, mm-hmm. gave her name. But they all will admit that they're nervous prior to getting started. And I, I'm usually a little nervous, but I can tell – when I step out of the way and I allow the Holy Spirit to do his thing, because then I'm not nervous right. at all. I go ahead and go through the delivery. I don't remember what I said, but all I know is, mm-hmm. you know, usually people are giving me a standing ovation. I must have said something, but I just do not remember it because I get in, in what I call my my um, my spirit spot where I allow mm-hmm. the Spirit to take and that's what I'm speaking in a church or corporately or to a bunch mm-hmm. of kindergartners. I always want to be my best self regardless of my audience. So right. you are nervous yeah. until you just decide, look, okay, nerves, get in formation, and let's fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use that nervous energy uh, to keep you on your toes. Absolutely. And you know what? You are absolutely right when you said that you just allow the Holy Spirit to take over. And, I'm, and that is what I have um, learned to do is release my abilities to say, okay, I'm doing this but saying that I am walking through the power of God and the Holy Spirit um, that will empower me to do what I'm called to do. And, and I have to continue to remind myself that I'm, I'm called to do this, I'm anointed for this, and so I don't have to depend on me. I can just depend on God to do the rest. And, um, and you're absolutely right. Once you get into the speaking, it, it really it disappears. I mean, literally disappears and Again, you'd be saying things that you didn't even know you said, and that's why I always tell my students, I'm like, make sure you record, because if you don't record it, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to remember what you said. You gotta so, miss it, absolutely miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that leads me to the next thing you, you kind of talked about it last night about knowing your um, your subject, knowing what you're going to talk yeah. about, know your topic inside and out, because when people come hear you, to in their mind's eye, you are the expert. So right. you call yourself an expert or not, when people come hear you speak and they pay money or they spend their time and money to hear you, they consider you to be an expert at that level, so mm-hmm. you have to you know, be confident when you speak and walk. So what do you say about um, should you practice, should you uh, – or you know, should you do a lot of research, or you say, "Well, I did this a hundred times. I don't need to study it." So, what's your take on um, knowing your subject? Um, Loretta, thank you again for the question. I, I really believe it's very important that you know your subject and know what you're going to talk about. And you are absolutely right. The worst thing that you could do is be in an audience and you hear a speaker, and they're just rambling and don't have a, a clear. Um, outline of what they want to share and how they want to empower their audience. And so when we don't know our subjects, it leaves the audience wondering, well, what was that talk about? Or, you know, um, how did that help me? Or whatever the case may be. So as speakers, um, we it is our responsibility to do our research and to be prepared. Now, like you said before, though, 
is we do our part. We do our part in researching our topic, making sure that we are aligned with what we feel that God has given us to do. And also, the worst thing also to talk about a topic that you really don't know nothing about. That is, um, <laughs> that is, that is, that is not a good, you know. It's career um, suicide. It is. Because people will right. not come hear you again. You only get one time with most people. <laughs> and if you mess up, you'll be as great a talk, talker as you can be and presenter. But if you ever talk about something you really don't know enough about, you haven't done your research, people can pick up on it. And guess what? They're going to tell two people to tell two people. You are not the person to go spend money on. So, it's right. very important to know what you're saying. Even if you have to say it three different times, three different ways, saying the same thing, mm-hmm. only talk about what you know. So right. I want to talk about empowering women. How do we get women out of their comfort zones? What What's some of the key words or practices for you to get you started, even though you, you know how we start counting our excuses or being or listening to negative talk, but we know we mm-hmm. have this burning desire to do something? You know, working with women, which I absolutely love, is amazing. And I think the biggest struggle that women have is that we really is fear, but we don't believe in ourselves. Like it is, a, it's almost like an epidemic. Um, and the because we don't believe in ourselves, we use extremely great excuses. They're really good, actually. And um, but it does hold us back from moving forward to what we feel God has given us. And what I've been able to do with working with the women is really begin to pour into them in a sense of affirming who they are. And as they begin to believe that, now I can't hold your hand all the time, but affirming who you are, reminding them what God has already spoken to their lives, and helping them to um, replace the lie, if you will, that the enemy has always told them about who they are what they, or what they're not and, help, <clears throat> and helping them really see of who they are in God. And most of the times when we do that, women do begin to step up more and be more excited. And I, I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I was looking at the clients I work with and how they, these women have never done any type of business, but they're stepping up to the game. They're believing in who they say they or God says they, they are. And, this, and that just goes back to, us reminding them as, you know, coaches or whatever, that this is what you're called to do. And it's been confirmed on many other times. Once you believe it, the rest, it don't really matter, you know. So helping women really believe in themselves, I think, is one of the key things is to do that and, and, and empower them to do what they feel God has given them to do. And now I am a no-nonsense coach, meaning you, the only – no, you can't give me an excuse. I, I just can't even hear it because – you really have to be, you know, childish, sick, or you bleeding or something because it's sort of for me to really um, accept an excuse or whatever. <laughs> See, I'm with you on that. I, I have a no excuse, no excuse zone is what I call it. And I just wanted mm-hmm. to, uh, for clarification, when I talked about the Lean In, the book about women working the will to lead by Sheryl Sandberg, she's like the second mm-hmm. in command of Facebook. And I don't know why her name just, you know, went away. I was like, I know exactly who I'm talking about, so I want people to understand right. that or to recognize Cheryl Sandberg, please, if you can get that book, purchase it, or um, go to the library and, and read it. Women, I promise you, 
this is life changing. This book that she talks wow. about, you know, she shares with us, and she also started a foundation. It's so important to her that women lean in and that they sit at the table and they raise their hand until they're recognized. And you know, she talks about there is no glass ceiling. You, you know, mm-hmm. we gotta stop thinking that there is a glass ceiling. So this book is so empowering for women and yes. they can understand women better if they were to read that because even in 2014, you know, men still make more money than women. Men still mm-hmm. hold most of the corporate jobs. Men are still in charge even, you know, more speakers are male that are world known. They're men. Right. Well, we have some fabulous women speakers, so we have to lean in, sit at the table, raise our hands, and we got to make more noise. So that's why I wanted to share this book during our talk as an mm-hmm. empowerment for women. So I just wanted to make sure, because I always, like, I don't want to leave people. What is that book? What was she talking about? So, Right. And, I'm, you know, what? I've never read the book, but I'm definitely, uh, just the title in itself is empowering. So lean in. So I'm definitely going to go get that book. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see mine. There's so many um, highlights and high notes in this book because I could definitely relate to it because we could be confident and then we could be in charge and then we're considered bossy. We're considered know-it-alls just because we are, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you know, we know the business. We are sure of what we say when we say it and we can make right. things happen. But men, on the other hand, they're called, you know, brilliant and they're awesome and incredible, but women are mm-hmm. bossy and she's out of her place and she's mm-hmm. trying to be a man. Even in 2014, that just blows me away. So um, that's why I thought it would fit in with our empowerment conversation. And so another question that I get a lot, um, Shea, and I wonder if you two, when when you speak with women, and they're like, well, Loretta, your life has been easy. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Obviously, you don't know me or anybody else because nobody, I don't care who they are, whether they're wealthy or, you know, middle class or poor, nobody has it more easy or more worse, you know, than some people. It's just how you look at it. So do you get that? Right. It's easy for you, Shaya. <laughs> you know what? I do. And it's so and it's so funny. I'm thinking, like, really? No, it's not easy. Um, it's a journey for everyone. Everyone has their own walk that we have to go through. And um, some people will say, well, you know, um, you grew up in um, a home, uh, your father and mother, your dad's a bishop, your mother is an uh, active in ministry, and your dad is all over the world. And so you, you, it's easy for you. You've been doing this for a long time. And, and actually, no, it's not easy. It is fighting through all the stereotypes that you, uh, mm-hmm. that you have to fight through. And, and, you know, your life for, for me was already kind of like, well, you're gonna. I, I want you to be this way, and I'm thinking like, no, I don't want to be that way. So I have to fight against the norm, if you will, in the environment that I was in to say I'm doing it the way I was created. And so, every like I said, everyone has their challenge, and sometimes I do get it looks so easy to you. It's like you've been doing this a long time, and it's not as easy as it, it appears to be. But it is. It brings me more joy though because. I, I just right. want to fight through the challenges because I, I, I know this is what we're called to do, and at least I'm called to do, and, and you have to fight through all of it. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, again, mm-hmm. it goes back to making excuses. I mean, we can come up with a ton of excuses of why maybe today is not the day we should do this. Maybe, you know what, I'm tired or my sinuses are active, mm-hmm. which today I am. I'm so nasal because I have this sinus thing going. Right. But I knew that I have to do my radio show. I got two talk shows to do later this afternoon. So, 
Um, do I feel a little less than my 100%? Yes, but will I give 110% still? Yes, I just have to dig deeper. On those days when you just don't want to, just dig deeper because I promise you the supernatural only uh, manifests itself when you exceed your own human potential. That's when you can exclude that. Good, Loretta, Lord, thank you. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh wow, that was for me too. Oh my goodness. Yes. Supernatural takes over when you expand your own human potential, but you gotta push through it to reach that. Oh wow, Lord, I gotta write that down. And yeah, that's, See, that's a, that's a that's great thing about recording. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I promise you, I, the Lord always gives me downloads, and I, I right. if I don't go back and listen, I'll forget, or if I don't write it down. So that's and then people don't want to write stuff down, you know. And I'm not saying they're yeah. lazy because some people just depend on their mental capacity because maybe mm-hmm. they're younger than. 20 or 30, and they figure, oh, I remember. But no, life happens, stuff happens. You'll forget those messages and those key things that you wanted to remember. So especially with iPhones and all this technology, Mm -hmm. you can just use your phone for a notepad now because I know you mentioned that in your call last night that we, you know, writing things down, taking notes. And there was a a thing on the computer that said if you want to take notes, press here. So technology makes it so easy, but still a lot of people will not utilize it. Right, we don't, we don't. We, um, I guess we have been, we have lived so much in our own way, but we're doing our own thing. And we, just, and and what I was getting ready to say is that we have gotten in our own way, and just created these excuses. Well, I'm not going to use that because of this, or I'm not going to do that because of that. I'm just going to, you know. But <clears throat> when you take this journey as an entrepreneur, and and we are empowering women and empowering ourselves, this is a whole different other. Uh, mindset that you have to embrace um, in order to, you know, really pursue what you feel your dreams and your calling is. And I, I put on Facebook, it's been a while back, that the greatest personal development you can ever have, and that's stepping into entrepreneurship, because it will teach you. If you want to stay here, you will, you will be stretched. And, um, but so embracing the things that we need to embrace to make our uh, walk just a little bit easier, our journey just a little bit easier. Even for me, you know, going into what I wanted to do in this journey, even going into this new year of wanting to break the ceiling in my mind, if you will, or have no ceiling, there's no limits, is that there were some few things I had to embrace and still is, and still is embracing to make sure that I'm more efficient and I'm more put together so I could do what I feel I'm called to do. So <clears throat> it's changing our whole idea of how we want to do things and embracing it in a new way so we could really expand. Okay, what role do you think people should really lean, uh, should technology play in people who are launching, um, even their ministries, because some people just, <laughs> and you have to be delivered from some stuff, first of all, to be able to do this on, yeah. on a worldwide so for those who have yeah. not, then I get it. I get it. So I have a tendency to just want to push people out there. So I've, mm-hmm. I'm learning to, to lean back and not lean in when it comes to that. Because when people say, well, I want to do this, I want to do that, and they're talking to me, I'm like, well, okay, you should do this and you should do that. Why don't you try this? Because this is really, will really help. Because so, I'm one of those mm-hmm. right now people. So, right. And then yeah. those who just want to talk about doing something, not necessarily ready. But it, to me, if you bring it out in the open, then – 
don't bring it out in the open to me if you're not ready to pursue it because then my my cap of helping it to empower you comes on. The light just says, okay, Loretta, download to them what can really help them take their next step. But a lot of people just want to – they'll have that conversation with me. They'll call Shay. Shay, I really want to do this, but – and then they'll call somebody else. I re- well, quit saying you really want to do it, but, because you really don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> if there's a Absolutely. but, that means you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, so what do you say to well, somebody like that who's just a procrastinator? Oh, wow, that's a very good question. Um, procrastinators, again, it is based on fear. It really is. I have a, um, you know, I, I get a few ladies that I talk to, amazing women, amazing. And so you're right. They ask you a question, and I say, okay, this is what you should do. And I give them the, the information and the know-how. And then after you give it to them, they have created an excuse of why they're not going to do it. And then I'm thinking, like, why did you just ask me um, what to do then if this is not what you want to do? And and I believe, again, procrastination is fear-based. And you just really said it, Loretta, is that we have to get delivered from a lot of things, uh, our own personal things that are holding us back before we talk about, I want to go worldwide, and I want to be known everywhere, and I want to expand, and I want to grow. Because we have all these issues, even even with the churches sometimes, it makes me laugh in regards to how people are against social media. It's the devil, and oh, my God, and or whatever. <laughs> and then in the next couple of months, I see you on social media. Well, I thought it was the devil. So anyway, my point is is people have to really get, get free from the things that are, our bondage, if you will, we have created these things, but in our mind, it's not even—it's not even about God. It's all about your issues that you created that's holding people back, and that's with technology, that's with fear, that's with embracing your own business, is embracing your own ministries. Um, you really have to dispel all—and I really call them lies. They're lies that have been told to us through, and the lies come through our insecurities feeling low self-esteem, lack of confidence, um, and so many other areas, and it comes through um, a lie that the enemy has told to you over a period of time, and those things are, are holding us back. Some people may need a little bit more help than others, meaning that, you know, it may take a little bit more time for you to break free from some areas. Some people get it immediately. They say, okay, I get it now. I'm, I'm, I'm walking away from this. So, <clears throat> there's yeah, so that's it. Yeah, and, and it's all about growth. You know, we have a, a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. So everything that we we said, it all winds up to dealing with growth and embracing change, and change is growth. So um, Mandy Hell, she's like this blogger turned, published author mm-hmm. turned a phenomenon. She says growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you do Ooh. not belong. Mm. <laughs> So women empowerment is about change. It's about growth. That's the movement. And for Mm -hmm. it to be a movement, then movement, it has to be that. It's action. It has to be us doing things to to get out of that stuck place, us doing things to become more of who we were created to become, us doing things to let our lifestyle so that we liberate other women to also pursue um, their passion and purpose to make this life better for someone else. So mm-hmm. it's, it is a circle. It's, you know, the universe is round. So that means we're also connected together. If we join hands and use our power and our passion, this world, we can take this world over for Christ. So 
Absolutely. Empowerment is movement, not just a buzzword, not just women getting together to talk about, you know, the children mm-hmm. and diapers and balance and having it all or can't have it all. It's about taking the risk, making the changes, accepting change, growing more and more each day in your own life so that you can help somebody else do the same in their life. That's what empowerment is to me. It's not just a, people like to use it as a buzzword. So what are your feelings on what empowerment is for women? Well, you know what you just really said, empowerment is, it is a movement. Um, empowerment means that I, when you have the resources and tools that you need, you are empowered to do what you're called to do. And it, it, and it should um, catch fire to everyone. When one person or one woman decides to, um, empower herself, whether it's through uh, resources or empowerment through the Holy Spirit, and they de- decide to take action, your decision will catch on fire for others. And, and like you said, this world is round, so we are helping each other, either is directly or indirectly, be empowered to what we call to do. And that's what you call a movement um, uh, in, in our industry or whatever, I always think about Martin Luther King when the civil rights movement took took place over 50 years ago. And it really started with, with him having a passion for for rights, for us to be treated right and um, um, treated equally. And it took one person and it caught fire because people were like, you know what, you're right. I want to I wanna, I wanna live in a better world. I want my children to live in a better world. Same thing with women empowering ourselves. All it takes is one. And we already see many women doing it already, but helping other women do the same. So as we continue to do it, others will do it, and this world will be, you know, hopefully or our desire is to um, be where it needs to be, and that's in Christ, and that we are preparing other people to do the same. Hello? Yeah, I am so sorry. I'm having technical difficulties with my phone. I hope you continue to talk, or um, I know you blessed everybody with what you said. I just missed the last minute or so of it. Oh, okay, yeah, I was still here. I just started saying hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we yeah, were still well, in recording or not. Okay. Stand by. No, we were we were still good. Um, so it's all about movement. It's all about change, and um, actually. Uh, Women Empowerment, the Movement, is one of my workshops that I'm going to be doing hopefully in about wow. five cities this year. And it will be, be like a of women from all walks of life, all colors, all economic backgrounds coming together mm-hmm. on one accord to discuss how can we help each other. So it won't be everybody just doing their own little thing. We're going to collectively come together to be each other's cheerleaders, each other's mentors, to hold each other accountable. What is it that you want to do, Shay, in the next three months? Boom, 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 this is what I want to do. And then they'll say, okay, Chris, what do you want to do in the next three months? So as a group, 
We're going to hold mm-hmm. each other accountable using social media because, like I said, it will be done in several cities, so we can't all get together every month. But those groups right. can get together in those cities. So it will be a movement because I'm so tired of people talking about empowerment, but nothing changes, nothing happens. So mm-hmm. it's all about accountability saying, this is what I wanted in the next three months. I want to have scheduled and completed two workshops, maybe three. In the next three months, I want to have, you know, joined a a, a Mm -hmm. gym and lost five pounds. So through social media, we'll all say, hey, Shea, have you worked on your goals today? Did you go to the gym today? Loretta, did you schedule your workshop? Did you um, save $20 this month? Whatever it is, so it has to be a movement. Movement, everything is energy. Money is energy. Um, Yes. You know, speaking, it's energy. It makes things happen. It's an exchange. You give something to get something else. So mm-hmm. that's what it's <laughs> <clears throat> That is awesome. I, I mean, I wish I could get, I hope the city is somewhere in California or close to somewhere. So I definitely would love to come. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will need people on the ground in those cities to help me kind of facilitate everything. And that's what I usually do through the show, too. I have, like, um, producers who say, hey, Lauren, I got a spot. I, I will invite some friends for the audience, and this is what we come and talk about. So that's the same thing oh. I'll do with the Women Empowerment, the movement. And actually, it's, mm-hmm. spelled, it's spelled differently. It's not Women Empowerment like you normally spell it, but I'll put it out right. there soon, probably in the next couple of weeks, accountability, Shaya. And then we can go from there. But I'd love to come to California to do it. I'll actually be in your city for the Oscars in about two weeks. So, Oh, nice. Wonderful. Yeah. You're going to be in the red <laughs> carpet. Woo-hoo. I will be interviewing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not getting an Oscar or nominated, just coming to interview the people who have been nominated and yeah. get footage of how behind-the-scenes Oscar stuff, pre-Oscar stuff. So, yeah, this well, is my third year doing that. Okay, enough about me. This is about you. How can people find you? What do you have going on that people can connect or um, they can come and support? Um, you can definitely find me at my website. It is www.shayachasinga.com. It's just like it's spelled on the um, on the Blog Talk Radio, and you can um, find me there. i got a great program that's starting in the next couple of weeks. If you feel that God has called you to be an inspiration, motivational speaker, we have a program called Speaking to Inspire, Launching Your Speaking Ministry. I would love to talk to you and learn more on how we can support you to do that. So definitely find me at your website. I also have a free gift for ones who are already in the business and just looking for ways to get clients immediately, and that is uh, the three steps to getting clients now. You could definitely go to my website sign up for that, and it is yours free. It's a complete report with the two audios that goes along with it that you can be, um, that you get what you need to get some income coming in immediately. So, again, it's www.sharechasinga.com. Awesome. <laughs> and you can also find her on um, our Facebook page because we have um, included her link to her website. We'll do that. And also the show is available 24-7, 365 days a year, so you can listen to it often as you can. Invite your friends and girlfriends and um, frenemies to listen to this show because it's all about movement and empowering and sharing so that we can do our part to make this world a better place. So in closing, any closing remarks, Shea? You know what? I really want to say of anyone who's listening to the call is really believe in who God says you are. Take action. Take that first step to pursue what you already know is in your heart. You have already received confirmation. The answer is already yes. 
It's just waiting for you to take that step and just do what you feel in your heart that God has called you to do. Wow. So that was, that was powerful. That was so powerful. And I, and I agree with that 100%. So in closing, yeah. everybody, thanks so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. And I want to encourage you to be bold enough to live your life on your own terms. Live the dream that was given to you. Don't water it down. Don't shake it down. And don't try to people, please. Just do what you were put here to do. And I promise you, you'll see things manifest in your life that you never, ever dreamed of. So until next time, be bold, be faithful, and help someone along the way. And we'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.